0: I would like to spend a few minutes today thinking a little bit about the three weeks about the nine days because indeed the theme of this podcast of this weekly podcast is the idea that we take what we see in the parish and we try to see how we make it relevant and realize and internalize the ideas that the Torah give us on a daily basis. Everyone knows the story in the Gemara about the Churban Abayis. The Gemara in Gitin says, "Al Kamsu by The Churban Abayis happened because of a story of two of a friend, Kamsa by Kamsa. A person whose friend's name was Kamsa. His enemy's name was Bar Kamsa. He made the Suda and by mistake, his enemy, Bar Kamtsa was invited instead of Kamtsa. Once he came there, he tried convincing him to allow him to stay by the Suda. He said, I will pay for my meal. And the host said, no. He said, I'll pay for half of the entire Suda. He said, no. He said, I'll pay for the entire Suda. He still said, no. Until finally he picked him up and he threw him out. And Bar Kamtsa said, the Gemara tells us, Since the Rachamim were sitting by the Suda, and they were not Moicha, they did not stand up to defend me, I will go and I will say Lashon Hara, and that's what he did, he went to the king, he said Lashon Hara, and that's how the Chobun Abayas happened. And the Gemara says, Look how powerful and immensely terrifying the idea of Busha is that because of this Busha that Bar Kamtsa had, Baruch Hu helped him in his incredible journey of bringing the Khorban Abayas. The Marshal says that he, he, Sinas Achinom, Sheba it was Sinas Chinom that brought the Kharban bias. But the incredible thing is that Bar doesn't even say that he's upset because he was embarrassed. He doesn't say he's upset because he was insulted and thrown out. He says, michu, his, his sadness and his anger stemmed from the fact that the Chachamim who were sitting by the Suda were not Moiche. And the Mashah there says, That the reason that they were not Moiche is because they knew it wouldn't help. Yet, still, the fact that they were not Moiche, this is what brought the Chor abayas. The Gemara in Shabbos tells us, A person should never treat one child different than the others because we see that because of a shirt that was worth two slayim that Yaakov Avinu gave to Yosef HaTzadik, his brothers got jealous. And the story ended that Klael Israel went down to Mitzrayim. And Toysus asked a simple question. What do you mean that's why he went down to Mitzrayim? There was a gzera that Klael Israel needs to go in Golos. And the morale says that even though there was a gzera, there had to be a cause. There had to be something that's going to bring upon this terrible Gzeera of, of Mitzrayim. Nothing happens without a cause. And this silence of the Rachamim who was sitting by that suda is what brought on this Chorben Abayis. The Briskorov said the Gemara tells us that there were three people sitting by the meeting with Paroi to figure out what to do with Klal Yisroel where Paroi decided to kill the children of Israel. Bilom, Eoiv, and Yisroy. Bilom, who gave the Eitzer, was killed. Eoiv, who stayed quiet, was nidden be Yisurim and was punished with incredibly Yisurim. And Yisrael ran away, was Zoycha, that his children would sit in the Lishka And the Biskrov asked the question Bilom was killed after advising to kill Bnei Yisrael. Understandable, Middekenegad Midde. Yisrael ran away because he was protesting Tsar of Klal and he was zoiche that his kids were doing sitting in the Lishkas Agosis and figuring out Halachas Letoivah's Klal Yisroel. But Iev, Iev was quiet and then he was punished with Yisroel. Where is the Midah Keneged Midah? Middekine? and the Briskerov said an incredible thing he said why was Yif quiet ev was quiet because he knew that being moicha protesting this at the paroi will not help and if it won't help why should i scream so he stayed quiet so Akkadish baruch Hu brought Yisurim on him and what happened when he had Yisurim? he started screaming why would the screaming help no but as the Biskarov said it, veish If it hurts, you scream. The same thing we see on the other side of the coin, Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu led an incredible life until he was 80 years old. He was Mishtena Melech in Mitzrayim. He was the Melech in Kush. He was in prison in 10 years in Midian. And none of this is even mentioned in the Torah. When is Moshe Rabbeinu, when does he become relevant to Klaal Yisroel? When he goes out and he sees a Mitzri hitting a Yid and he kills him. He put himself in danger. And then he sees two Yidens fighting and he steps up and he calls one of them Russia and he screams at them and he deals with it. He goes to Midian and he sees people are bothering Benois Yisroel and he starts screaming at them. These details where a person instead of staying quiet and he stands up and he does something. That's when Moshe Rabbeinu becomes relevant in the Torah. There was a story. There was a Rav of a certain town that visited the Chafetz Chaim. And the Chafetz Chaim asked him, of course, how is, how is it going in your town? And the rov like, oh, it's not, it's not great. And the Chafetz Chaim asked him, what about the Chinuch? And the Rav says, what should we do? The maskilim opened their own school and they don't charge for it. So the poor people are sending there. It's not, well, what can I do? So the Chofetz Chaim asked him, what about Kashras? And the Rav said, what should I do? The butcher doesn't listen to me. He paskins for himself. Well, what can I do? So the Chofetz Chaim asked him, what about Tahara? And the Rav says, what should I do? The, the Mikvah, it's falling apart. <laughs> the Chofetz Chaim said, what do you mean? What could you do? At least you can faint, at least you can faint. If you can't do anything physically, fine, but where is the pain? Where is the screaming? Where is the fainting? The idea that a person can always do something. The Maril Diskin, Rav Shuley Diskin said that me clapping my father and like vinegar by wine people didn't understand the big maril diskin who made open muffs and nissim the tzaddik they and i said i'll tell you why when i was young i used to sit in the outside room and my father would learn in the inside room and when people would come with questions i would try and talk to them beforehand and try to figure it out on my own and then i would go in with them to my father and see if I was able to figure out what he would say, or if, it would say, if he would say otherwise. One day a fire broke out in a neighboring town, and Rahmanul, Litzlan, and Rahman Litzlan, Torahs were burned too, and they came to ask what the din is, what should we do? As they came into the outer room, I knew exactly the what needs to be done with the parts that were saved, and then they went into the inner room. And they asked my father the question. My father did not answer the same thing. When he saw the pieces of a burnt Sefer Torah, he immediately fainted. That's the response of a Goggle, of a and Vetzalik. The idea that when we see something, we say something. When we see something that should hurt, we scream out in pain. The idea of the three weeks of the nine days is realizing and internalizing the churban. What we're missing in this world. Now, one might say, "Who am I? Who am I to take part in thinking on what's happening in the world, whether it's in chinuch or in other things?" The chasam soif in this week's parashah of Torah brings the Posak in Yemia, where Yemia and Navi said. He says to Hashem, who am I to say your word to Am Yisrael? I'm a nar. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells him, don't say those words. Wherever I send you, you should go And whatever I tell you, you would say. And the Chasam Soif asked an incredible question. What kind of answer is this? Yemi Anovi tells HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm a nar, I'm a nobody. Who am I to give over your word? What does HaKadosh Baruch Hu tell him? Don't say you're a nar. Is it emos or not? And the Chasam Soifa says that the answer is so incredible. It doesn't make a difference who you think you are. If I am the one, if Hashem is the one giving you a shlichas to do something and I am the one that's telling you to speak up and to say something, then Then of course you'll be able to talk because you're my shliach. Moshe Rabbeinu reached the highest levels, higher than the Ovis. Why? Because the others still said, and Moshe Rabbeinu said, Moshe Rabbeinu was nothing but the Varashem. If we look in the Chayvah Savavos and we realize and understand that when a person has a talent, when a person has a vision, when a person is able to see something with his eyes and he notices that other people don't see, it's our obligation to understand that this is our mission in this world to speak up. I, who am I? As Yemi said, novi said, The Khasam Tsoyife tells us, if HaKadosh Baruch is telling you and putting you in a position to speak up, that's a clear shlichus from Hashem to do so. And this is our job, starting now of Rishcho of, to try and speak up if we see something. It should hurt. And we should speak up. And with that, we should be curved to the Geol HaShleim. Afrei